0: back to Lucas Tigers and Bronze. Episode 925, Cage decided to go on his PC, so and he's like, let's go, let's rock. So what, what's so exciting for you right now, Mr. Nothing. Mr. Cage? Nothing's Nothing exciting to me at all. I'm not excited day- about anything. No sports.
1: Ten nope. days. Nope. Carry the weight. Go for it, man. You want to be excited? Tell me what you're
0: excited about. <laughs> <Fine>. <laughs> <laughs> I'm excited about the feedback we got for uh, our Beckett partnership. Do me a favor, come closer to the camera. Lean in a little bit. It's I don't closer think we than do, I am now.
1: I don't think we should do this episode. You are clearly herbally enhanced. Look up a little I'm bit. Not. Look, look towards the web camera. Look at that. Look, guys, this is not somebody who is clear eyes, pure heart. hearts can't lose. can't lose. I mean, we can't. I mean, he's, his eyes are clearly not clear. I don't know how we're going to make it through this episode today. Can you take a break and go get some ho-hos? Maybe some zing-dongs. Uh, Kit Kats. Uh, what is the go-to? When you have the good good, what is the go-to munchie? I love uh, dark chocolate covered blueberries.
0: What? Where do you even find a dark chocolate? Is it a dried blueberry? Like a dried fruit kind of it, thing? It or is started there... as dark chocolate almonds, but mm-hmm. that's kind of messing with my stomach. Uh, I know how that sounds, but like it—it it doesn't sit well. I say you blueberries, fire. It's from like the fresh market. So it's like a regular blueberry. It's not like
1: a like a dried blueberry. It's a regular blueberry, and you—it's covered in dark chocolate, and you are eating a dark chocolate. Actually, sounds pretty damn good.
0: It's I gotta delicious. say,
1: I will tell you Valentine's week here. You know, was supposed to be get back on the diet. It is not. There's just too much chocolate, and it's bad chocolate. But it doesn't matter that it's bad chocolate. I still eat it. Russell Stover's little heart, you know, and Who it's bought like it? I bought it. It's like right. dog chocolate for the kids, but they're not gonna eat this crap. It's more like you know, hey, there was a little heart for the kids with like a little like little cat on it, Ian he liked it. But you open it up, and he's like, I'm not eating this. He just eats regular solid milk chocolate. He likes a Hershey's bar, no nuts, no craziness, no nothing. So I'm I'm eating like fake strawberry cream inside of a bad chocolate, Ugh. but I'll eat it anyway. I don't care. Valentine's week. I'm getting fat.
0: So for you guys listening, why we went live is uh, we're hitting record numbers. And Cage said to our group yesterday, you know, what did you guys do to, you know, these episodes are doing super well. One, I think the diversity of um, content that we have now, Uh, the DPZ Collector Show, it it obviously takes a few weeks to catch on. Mm -hmm. But people are loving that. It's it's just focused on cards. Uh, And then the Black Jaded Wolf on Caged, which is kind of like a market update for people who didn't have a chance to listen. And that one's done I don't know how it's done on audio, but it's at 700 on YouTube. Uh, six, seven hundred on YouTube. What was what was the summary? What did you take away? I love that show. It's our eighth one,
1: um, and I think we're gonna probably try to do some more content with Sharon because I, I think it, it it is it's useful stuff. I got. Let me read a. I, I won't say who it's from, but as I was logging on here, I got a DM, and I got the DM here. I'm gonna try to cover it up here. They were laughing at my, uh, the Jordan jail hurts like there, there it says, I really enjoy the black jaded wolf episodes of uncaged as someone who hopes to set up at a show very soon for the first time ever. It's very insightful in that regard, but in general, as a pulse of the hobby, Sharon is a great barometer. Good stuff, man. Keep it coming. Great DM, like a really great DM. And why I love the content is, you know, look, we were going to shows. Shows are different. Shows are different than what you see on Instagram. Shows are different than what you see at other shows. And Sharon, but she, well, she's at every show. And sometimes her team is split up and going to two shows. You know what I mean? Like the Philly and Dallas at the same time. Chantilly and Mint Collective at the same time. They're going to do different shows the same weekend. She is, listen, she is amazing and what i get to do from the show kids don't get too excited sorry james so what I, I mean I, what i get to do on the show is how do you prep for a show and how is it different from the last show you prep for how's it different from the show you're going to prep for and then what was great about this episode if you haven't listened to it yet please i recommend that you that you do was for the first time in eight episodes and many shows during that time the way that sharon prepared for the show was not working. So she's very good. I'm going to Boston. I'm gonna bring some Celtics. I'm gonna be in the Northeast. I'm gonna have some Yankees. I'm going out to L.A. I'm gonna have X, Y, Z, right? She brought, I would say, heavier hitter cards because the way that the Burbank card show was, you know, people thought it was gonna be more Dallasy, more five to ten thousand dollar RPA, you know, ultra modern, you name it, that kind of stuff. And what she said was, after a day or so, she realized that the two thousand and less and the local guys were gonna be more, and also pop culture and you name it. So we went through what that does for her as a dealer. How does that change what she's going to do? And she said she had she couldn't just rest with the cards that she had and people coming up to her and I'm going to sell these things. She had to actually get up, move around, make deals, locate cards that other people had at the show that she knew that she'd be able to buy at a reasonable price and
0: resell right then and there or take home with her. What makes a show like Dallas have people buying higher end cards versus a show like Burbank buying lower cards what's the what's the like you would think mm-hmm. because of all the liquidity that Burbank was buying in the beginning that I would actually help f- to buy higher end cards but but was it more retail traffic was it more first time buyers you would, would think through? i think it's more retail traffic i think um you know i'm curious to see how Burbank
1: as a show does when it expands in size and goes to a little bit of a different location because I think Burbank is still um, getting the benefit of not having a show like this in Southern California, in you know, in these areas for a long time. National hasn't been in California f- in ages, um, and you know, part of it is it's not where the friend
0: tells a friend like, "Hey, yeah, hey, I'm know, going to this. We haven't store. had one of these. now starts- you want to
1: br- you want to bring your son? But we'll go and right." But if it starts Al's to be every couple reform. of months, it's like, I was just at that one last month. Uh, you know, i was not go, buying a 10 I'll go to the $1 next gold one. Hertz. It's the same kind of stuff as like, hell, I can pick up the LeBron in the next one. There'll be another LeBron RPA every month in every auction. There's no like, wow, there's no novelty to it, right? Um, you know, Jimmy Gunn's Dallas got old put away money and in Burbank's investing, he says. I mean, listen. It probably was a little bit of both, but I think there was probably more retail. More, hey, let me get some Mookie Bet stuff. Um, you know, let me get some of this. Let me get some of that. Um, Sharon also did a very good job of talking about why it's important to have on-site grading and what that does for basically injecting liquidity into a show. Um, you know, and Beckett was just grading hand over fist at the show. Obviously, we just announced a partnership with Beckett, so it was nice to hear that. Um, but that people you've were buying. Been, you've
0: been you've been on that for a minute though. Like, yeah, that's
1: been a big. But you know the best part is from, since yeah, we started, hundred percent. But you know the best part is why I love doing the episode with Sharon is she's got a different temperament than you and I, right? She had a card yeah, no, shit. in her showcase. You're different when you're with her. You're. You I'm very
0: zen. I'm very zen, but no. So so you so, haven't bashed your head in when she told you that hurts. No, because she, listen, she's she stop she's bringing Giannis to the show,
1: Sharon. A much more much more balanced person than you. So here's the deal, right? We'll get through this point at some point, guys, I promise. So she sold a card. um, I forget if it was a non-sport. She said it was $500. And and she sold it at her table. And the person brought it over to Beckett. And I believe Black labeled
0: it. Yeah, the Garland. Incredible card.
1: Not a Garland. It was a non-sport card.
0: Oh, was did you see the garland? That yes, was... that was
1: nice too. That black label also. But she sold—I forget if it was like a Ray Skywalker card, you know, like the Ray, like a, like a, um its not Ray Skywalker, it's not her name, but like Ray from from Star Wars, or if it was something else. It was some other card. Uh, she mentioned it. It was a non-sport card, but sold it raw for five thousand dollars. It graded Beckett and starting to get like thirty-five hundred dollar offers. That's an amazing thing, and she wasn't like, Damn, you know, I should have taken it to Beckett myself. She was happy for this person because that she, person her, She
0: it? sold it raw for 500, yes. And Someone person, rated it at the show, got a black label, was getting offers for 3, I was getting offers for thirty-five, and I believe win win. It,
1: and probably came back to the table and bought other things from her, you know what
0: I mean? Like, that's a cool story. That's this a great this person won on the blackjack table, they're gonna go and play. Roulette or craps. They're going to go somewhere else. They're yeah. Another dealer. You know
1: what else she's great at? She's great at finding, because she's sitting there with the deal flow coming in, like I just gloss over what, what. okay, that means that's bad for the hobby. And she talked about how there was a line of people she was set up across on Burbank, and there was like a line around the corner of people coming in with their cards to sell at Burbank. I'm like, well, that's not good. First of all, how are you going to compete with them? Burbank's paying. They're probably paying a good number for the cards. And what it really shows is that everybody, the retail, the collectors, the foot traffic are are really coming in to get liquidity for themselves, to sell out of their cards, not to come in and buy. But she said that's not true because what happened was those people were selling some of the sports stuff that they got bad grades on. Some of the stuff they got back, they were just getting liquidity. And then they were coming to her table and buying non-sport, buying Game of Thrones, using that money and, and buying it. So You know, it's funny, I called it the ecology of it, but it it is, it's sort of an ecosystem. A show, each show has its own different ecosystem. And adding in the, um, you know, the on-site grading, it really kind of helps sprinkle around liquidity there. But also dealers being reasonable buying cards from people, they get inventory, the the people who they're buying from get liquidity and spread it out to other dealers. And it just makes the show pretty healthy. And I started a new thing. Cause it's a show. Show. I started a new sort of like, uh, you know, Stu Presidente getting a rating. You know, like the pizza rating. Every every show that she comes back, we're gonna get an out of ten. And then that Burbank show was an eight point two, which she says really high. So. And what would know. be the criteria of a show? There's no criteria. It's not like lip syncing, originality. There's nothing like that. But it's we're gonna just we're gonna rate them against each other. So she'll know that's an 8.2. And the next one she goes to, she'll say, okay, was it better or worse? And then go off there. Nice and easy. Okay. Okay. No, no no. rules. It's sort of like grading
0: cards. It's very subjective. No rules. Good. Cage is the Phil Jackson of cards. Interesting. Interesting. Would you have punished Dennis Rodman for leaving during the finals to go to WWE?
1: I would deal with Dennis Rodman in my own way behind (laughs) the scenes so that I get the most out of him most rebounds in the whole nine yards. He would have been reprimanded, but no one would ever know about it. I'm sitting here,
0: you know, I've bought a few cards. I've sold a few cards, you know, Hmm. and now I have 10 days. No sports. Super Bowl's over. Basketball, you know, we have an all-star break. What would you be recommending for me, Cage? You know, would you be – Man City had a nice
1: game yesterday, and Haaland didn't really do too much. De Bruyne showed up with a nice little goal there. Um, How long scored as well, brother? Yeah, at the end of the game when it didn't count, it didn't matter. It was a garbage. 3-1. Three, 3-1. Three, three, Already up 2-1. Late end of game, kind of like a garbage. You know, they're playing a little less defense because they want to try to get the tying goal. I watched it.
0: 2-2, you know, one The Dortmund yeah, game could,
1: was 2-2 would be very s- different. But once it's two it one, you know, you know it's done. You know it's you know the game. one is the clincher. The goal, defense age. starts. The defense starts to creep up a little bit. It okay, so easier. watch or, a
0: little Champions League. Watch, watch a little soccer. Cup. Okay, you can
1: watch a little soccer if you like. Um, thoughts on Ruben's interview with Full Send? What would a commercial during All Star Weekend do for the hobby? It's a great question, Joshua Lineback. And that's what I do when Team there's me not when there's not Team a lot. up. Throw me a softball. There's your softball. What do you think about Ruben's interview with Full Send? Because Full Send okay. is your thing.
0: You watch that <laughs> yeah. religiously. I I, I I can't get enough of it. And their beef with them and Mennery, I, I eat it up. It's almost like Sophia and Alex back during COVID. Josh, we're going to do one better for you. So Ben Taylor is at Fanatics. He's uh, head of marketing. So the other day, Sports Card Nonsense had uh, Mike Mahan wrong. We're going to have Ben Taylor on to talk about that exact thing, about the marketing and the vision and specifically the quote, we're going to do more for the hobby this year than companies have done in the last seven years in terms of marketing reach and getting that first time buyer. So I'm going to ask that exact question on the episode will be airing Monday.
1: There you go. My take on it before we get into the episode is they can do more in one year than has been done in the last decade and you might not even see it. So it's interesting. It's very interesting. A lot that's of behind-the-scenes sub- that's stuff. That's
0: subliminal. What, is that? what does that actually mean? Well, I mean, you're sitting there with your cards. What's funny
1: is, and obviously we'll talk about this with, with Ben tomorrow, it's um, you're sitting there with your cards and you're seeing your card prices and values and you know whatever you have on them. You're like, oh, well, Fanatics, you see an interview like that. They're going to do more this year than what's been done in the last decade. Well, you just think that means my Acuna cards are going to be worth more because they're going to have more people come in. You just think that my collection is now worth $100. is going to be worth $250 because fanatics is going to come in and they're going to basically throw gasoline on this fire. That is not what that means.
0: Let's this talk about not- that, Cage. Because I saw Jeff Wilson's post about um, searches, He did basketball, baseball, football, and sports cards on Google. And mm-hmm. it's interesting, right? Because it, we think more demand means our cards go up in value. But what I see is there will be more first-time card buyers out there but that does not mean that cards are going to go up in value. In fact, what's probably going to happen and we've talked about this at length is the speed at which Panini and Tops have been printing cards is still going to outpace the So cards are actually going to more than likely go down in value except for art cards which are the, you know, the true store value, the Babe Ruths, the Mantles, the the cream of the crop. Cards will go down in value, even though demand will increase. And it's it's mm-hmm. sort of counterintuitive. At I least mean, that's my opinion.
1: And I can't wait to talk to the Fanatics about this, but I'll go one step further.
0: Think of they other don't have area. loyalty to secondary market, though. Correct. I, I or to older items.
1: You're holding something that's not currently Fanatics. And it's not what Fanatics is going to be pushing. So let me give you two kind of lines of thinking here. Go with sports betting and go with jerseys, right? So Fanatics... They want to come in and they want to get more people betting on sports. They want to get more people coming in and buying this year's jerseys, the city edition, the whole deal. You, me, the people listening to our show, we're people who put our bets in already. We're people who already bet on somebody last season, the season before. When you came in, you bought Zion cards. You didn't buy
0: cards of people the
1: decade before. You didn't buy the decade before, guys. Zion. Zion's done. When they are push when they're pushing, they're gonna push their products, they're gonna push the next rookie class, they're gonna push Wembenyama and whoever the next Wembenyama and Barani and they're gonna push well, they're Julio gonna want they're Jersey pushing. sales. Julio's literally right now Julio holding has. the cards, Julio but, Rodriguez. But are they pushing so they're pushing Julio because that's their product now? And that's great. And the hope is that if they push Julio, it also would raise the value of Acuna or Tatis, or Trout, or Machado. But they're not pushing those guys. And, and guess what? Next year, two years from now, they won't be pushing Julio anymore either. There'll be another jersey that's number one on their seller list, like Micah Parsons' jersey is hot now, or Josh Allen's jersey, or whatever it may be. Think of it in those regards, right? Think of it like, but just because they bring more demand in, more eyes into the product that they're selling this year, that does not necessarily mean it's going to impact the bet you made last year or two years ago, or three years ago. That's the way or I think like about more it. More
0: likely, it will, it will negatively impact. Possible.
1: Possible. Possibly you. Possibly you. I mean, the hope is that they get people into the hobby community, and then people like you and I explain to folks why, if they have $1,000 to spend, and they love Julio Rodriguez, they can spend 800 on Julio, but take 200 and spend it on somebody who... Julio hopes to be able to hold their jock strap one day. Pujols. Is Bulls coming back? I know he retired. I'd love it if he came back, but he's done. Um, but yeah, somebody like Pujols or Ichiro or Jeter or Griffey or whatever it may be. That they they can open the door and bring new people in. What the hobby does with those new people and the money that those new people bring in, that can't all be
0: up to fanatics. It's up to us.
1: Yeah. So to you
0: specifically and your blueberries. The blueberries are delicious. Kate, so do you I, like
1: blueberries because Gary Vee likes blueberries? Is that something that was bestowed upon you in like the Zen of
0: are so content by the end of twenty. He owns it. He owns blueberries. Everything anybody will have done, it will be discipled of Gary Vee. <laughs> maybe, maybe. He is conquering the digital world one blueberry at a time. I mean, it's very possible. It's very possible. All right, so what else? So you don't. I like am selling no a Mahomes card on eBay through Prostein, and I okay. had one of the most interesting experiences. I don't know if people out there knew this happens. I go through stuff, and then I share it with you guys. So it's a card. It's actually a PWCC weekly has almost an identical one of one, just a different patch. You know how they do that? One of one, different patches. But last night it was sitting at fifty four hundred. Been up for a day, doing pretty well. Pretty good for day, uh, yeah. About 103 watchers, I think 58 bids. And overnight, wow. it went up to $10,100.
1: And you're like, I would say, this is, this is close to full, full full, send here. It's close to a full send pocket. Okay,
0: I, I mean, I bought it for, I think, 10. dollars Did I you look at 50- the bids? Did you click on the number of feedback? I clicked on the feedback. They all they all had feedback. Okay. But then I go in maybe three, four hours later, and it's back to 5,400. Mm-hmm. I knew that those were shill bids. It was yeah. obvious. No one bids like that. But they still had a 1,000 review, 2,000 review. Like These weren't zero-bid items. And Probstein's team came in, and they deleted those bids. Yep. And my first question is, how do you know in this crazy mm-hmm. world? And second thing is, what if they keep doing it? And third question, I guess the bonus is, who is doing this? Because there's no text from me asking anybody to show my item. Who is on the other end of this item doing that? I'd and like to why? venture a
1: guess. Tell me, it's the person who owns the same or similar card that's in the PWCC auction, and is bidding to try to create a comp on your card when their similar one is selling in the PWCC auction. Because if yours sells for fifteen, then theirs at twelve or thirteen looks like a bargain. But if yours is sitting at fifty eight hundred, they're not going to get twelve or thirteen on theirs. And, and it's, it's really po- a shame. It's entirely possible. Is that the only yeah. person? No, it could be anyone who has similar Mahomes one of one type of cards. The 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 second tier, third tier, eighth tier, whatever it doesn't make a difference. The the people who have comparable um Mahomes cards, Mahomes one-of-one's cards, you you name it, who don't want the value of their cards to be negatively impacted by a lower comp will go in, especially on eBay. Because what you know what the best part about eBay is? That it has a lot of eyeballs. You know what the worst part about eBay is? Those eyeballs have no shortage of paper company names, do and there's nothing think- that anyone can do about it because Propstine could kill those those bidders. All they have to do is sign up with another email address, another account, and bid. But they won't. But they wouldn't have feedback. Like, I'm these sure actually have thousands- probably have a million feedback already. They probably have you know a million accounts already set up, and they wait for a card like this where they have to do it on. Or you know, hmm. I also believe you are cursed. I believe you individually are cursed because this is a card that you have tried to sell many, many times.
0: Incorrect, Cage. (laughs) Um, I had two Mahomes one-of-ones. By the way, you once asked me who would buy Mahomes eye black. Mm -hmm. We've got our answer. It's Spinatron, you dick. One of the best collectors in the world. In your face for hating on the cards I He has a Mahomes eye black? Yeah, I had two Mm one-of-ones. And both have been purchased and then not paid one time. Okay. This is the first time I'm running it on eBay. We'll see. It's an experience. I mean, it
1: looks like it got cleaned up a little bit, which is good. It looks like Probstein is doing what they need to do to try to clean up the shill bidding, which is always good. So many deleted bits. Jimmy Gunn's nose, shills, all that. People with their money should have to be instantly available, instantly be locked in I agree. I mean, I agree. The, the problem is I can't talk out of both my mouth and my asshole, Jimmy. I mean, and if I do, it doesn't smell good. So and here's my problem home. with that, right? It's... um we complained that alt was not a place to sell because if you wanted to buy your cards on there you had to have all your money up front in there and and done and because of that people were for getting less money for their cards and i said all right that's not a system that that works and they changed it and i think you had to have some of your money on account like a quarter of it or whatever it was at least you had something um, but uh, most i would think that you can't punish the 95% of people who will actually follow through and pay for the five percent who don't i don't know what the fix is but
0: i doubt that the fix is having that money up Cage, so ready. when okay. you submit it with uh when you consign with a and he sends you like that consigner email yep. right yep um twice a day actually it's pretty incredible when you do you go in and click in and watch like your items
1: some of them they've updated it. they've done really well it used to just be yeah. kind of like uh hey here's you know whatever it is and you have to have find your them. items
0: been shilled before
1: so i've sold hundreds if not okay. thousands of items with probstein and i've only had two for non-pay two. and two two total items and they were they were like hundred dollar pokemon cards one of them sold for more the next time one okay. of them sold for less um i've had cards you know come back i mean i sold them before they changed the rules on ebay with the three day it used to be 30 days i've had cards come back 28 days i'm certain that there have been cards that have been shilled. I'm certain. But I only had a couple that were non-paid. And they were small items. Hmm. But I, I've i never sold a modern card that's a five-figure card like what you're selling. If I'm selling cards like that I, through Probstein, it's usually vintage cards. Different market for those. Different bidders for those. My modern stuff is usually in a, a lower range. You, don't, you, don't,
0: you haven't sold speculative cards through it. Correct. And I haven't sold
1: cards where you it's well known that there is shilling, like I've never sold a Trey Young card between one and twelve thousand dollars. <laughs> I know that's gonna get shilled. You
0: know that's I mean? a shit star. <laughs> uh, by the way, bless him, bless him, sent me this card. That's a cool card, gemmed. Thank you. If you're still on the, the chat, I appreciate you, brother. I sent it, it was... raw and you gemmed it
1: nice, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Look at how long. with his with
0: nice. his you He's probably not gonna be the happiest with me because it took me one forever to grade these for him mm-hmm. and then the second i guess i'll break the news here live on the he's there moment. it says hell
1: yeah he's he's on it he said hell yeah on his comments he's happy Good. look at that
0: which is so basically a P- is, is that bless card that sga it is right it's the uh, pretty confident he said two. i think one was a t law and the other was a sga that's nice I mean, optic I mean,
1: nice. that year's optic is how andrew and i first
0: started dating i'll dm you after this we'll figure this out i have all the quotes here <laughs> say that again i i do love yeah here's optic. optic
1: yep he tray optic I mean, he was he was breaking he had his toes painted or something there was something weird going on and he came on the live and i was i was in there you're doing good you got the right guys you know I was cheering him on <laughs> thank you thanks dad i've yeah. never opened a pack of cars before <laughs> the holland gem happy for you i'm happy for him so too. he needs a win. I...
0: Cage asked me the other day, he was like, who do you think is going to the finals? Mm-hmm. I want my answers from the other day voided because I was unprepared. I didn't have time to think. <laughs> and when I make predictions so – it's not really the Mavs was... and the Cavs. No. I want to okay. stand by my predictions. I don't want them to be on the fly. And I've thought about these trades. Mm-hmm. And I want to give the grades and we could discuss them. Sure. Uh, so here are my three grades. The Mavs, I think every team, the Mavs, the Suns, and the Lakers upgrade. I really okay. do. But I still think that there's weaknesses in each team, and what we could talk through them. You could tell me what you think. Uh, Mavs, I give a B minus. I give a B minus because they have all the potential in the world, but they're missing rotation pieces. I think Ben is going to be a big loss for them. Suns, I'm curious about this question. I want to know what you think. Do you think they tried? I give them a B. Do you think they try to give up Aiton instead of McCall Bridges in that? I'm trade? Sure, they tried, and they said no,
1: and that said no. Because Bridges has got a, a smaller contract. He's under control and the team control for less money for a longer time. It's a much better play for the Nets. And you saw he scored 40-something the other day. Do you know he hasn't missed a game since high school? <laughs> uh, I did see that. I think there is uh, there was a game there that he did miss because of the trade. I think he did miss a game this year because of the trade. It was his first missed game. I think his streak of games
0: played in was snapped because of the because of the trade. Are you sure? Because I think he could actually play an extra game and there was a guy who played 84 <laughs> games in 82 in 82 a Maybe, but I game know there was a
1: there was team a- game that he did not play because of the trade. I was listening to the Nets uh, broadcast right after the right after the trade and they said that this is a guy who's as durable as it gets and he plays in every single game and he hasn't missed a game and this was going to be the first game he missed because of the trade. Pretty nuts.
0: Here's my word. Durant, Booker, CP3, and TJ Warren. All of those guys have missed extensive time. Extensive time. Tons yep. of time. So I give them a B, and then the Lakers a B plus. Any thoughts, anything you want to talk about with NBA before we wrap well, up? Well, I mean, listen, day?
1: I think all three of those those trades come down to depth, right? And rotational depth, and you need that to make a run in the playoffs. Um, I think Dallas, look, if you're just going on frontline talent, Kyrie and Luka, I mean, that's amazing. You want to go on on starter talent, look what the Suns have. But we've seen it time and time again. When the playoff run is made, somebody steps up, whether it's Chris Middleton hitting a big shot or Drew Holiday playing a role or you know Bobby Portis playing important minutes for the Bucks when they made their run. Um, the Lakers, they come down to, I just can't trust Anthony Davis until he proves me wrong to make an actual healthy run.
0: Do you think there's any substance to apparently LeBron wanted to trade AD for Durant? AD found out and was sulking about that during the, you, you know how there's that clip going around of him mm-hmm. not celebrating LeBron's yes uh, record break. Do you think there's any truth to that? I mean, possibly.
1: I would never know. Um, I mean, it definitely was a bad look for him sitting down while the entire stadium is up trying to, you know, cheer on history. Um, it definitely wasn't a good look, but look, they need, they still need pieces. And even if they got pieces because of the hole, they find themselves in now, it's a real uphill climb for the Lakers. Now. Anyway, I mean, they're not even in the play-in, you know I mean? They would, they would have to, they'd have to, you know, they'd Just have to move a up look. a little bit. So they would have to, they'd have to win some stuff. Yeah. d was a nice piece. He looked good. You know, he did look good. Dito's a nice piece for them. They, I they're mean,
0: in 13th seed. That's insane. Yeah. 27 and 32. So think about they're, what
1: an uphill battle that would be for them to climb, you know, the
0: it's not because it's a two, two game difference between them and, and OKC.
1: Right. I'm not talking about OKC. I'm talking about, even if they make it into the playoffs, they're not hosting a home court. You're talking about who's going to win. You give three names, the Mavs, the Suns, and the Lakers, the Suns, will have a home field, you know, maybe they might even be first. Who the heck knows? I mean, by the time it's all done because of the, the, their starters play. Clearly, they gonna, they're going to have, uh, you know, meaningful playoff games in Phoenix. The Mavs, if they put it together at all, same thing. They they're moving up, but they're moving up into the top. The Lakers to move up would them they'd be moving up into the bottom of it and be have to go on the road and and you know. Not and beat
0: home. the Nuggets or the Grizz. Neither of those I'm teams sh- would sure intimidate the Lakers. I'm
1: sure they could do it. I'm sure but it's still it's not about intimidating or not. It's about, you know, if they were 32 and 27 instead of 27 and 32, we'd be having a different conversation moving up and six up five games, put them in the top half of the West, instead of trying to fight to get into the bottom half of the West. It just makes it a little bit difficult for them. And, and then like- when they
0: get there, their legs might not even be there for playoff yeah. time. Cause they're oldest. as, as it, interesting. It, it, this it for me. I mean, you guys probably are listening. You can't name a true. A favorite true favorite to win from either conference. Forget even the finals. And I think that parody's made the season so interesting. There's only 30 games after All-Star break. So it starts February 24th. Mm-hmm. And because of the parody, because of, you know, home court still available, big bucks win over the Celtics, like three C squad, but home court still available on both sides. Every game is going to matter since February 24th. I'm going to have a bit of withdrawal mm-hmm. these next 10, eight, nine days, but once it's back, man, it's going to be so fun. Can I tell you who I'm rooting for? I'm not saying they're going to win, but I'll tell you what I'm rooting for. I'm rooting for the Nets.
1: Because I like that a, team. It's a cool story that, that mm-hmm. if that team can actually do something, make some noise after shedding the big three, right? That would be a good story. And even funnier if, uh, <laughs> if Ben Simmons actually plays meaningful minutes. But if I were them, I would just keep him on the bench, let him, like, carry the water. But –
0: I, that, think that's that's what they, I think that's what they're doing. Ten minutes a game. Great pieces. Doing. Great pieces
1: there for the and if they can put it together, that could be it. Could be fun to watch. It could be fun rooting
0: to watch. for the Nets.
1: Yeah, just because of the story of it. Imagine the Nets in the finals against either the Suns or Dallas. And the Nets take out Kyrie or the Nets take out Kevin Durant. Think of what a great storyline that would be that, you know, the star left to go form a super team with other stars and the leftover bunch of Mikel Bridges and Cam Thomas. I didn't say it's going to happen. I said what I'm
0: rooting for.
1: What would be if they got Jared
0: Allen back? That would have been a different story. Then they would have had Ian, the good luck charm, the jersey. I mean, think about it. You want to layer up. What if they bring Russell Westbrook in, the
1: guy nobody wants? They bring Westbrook in. Why does the room want Westbrook? Just doesn't fit with a lot of the teams. The money wise, especially the contract doesn't fit. You know, the the upside for the amount of money that a team has to pick up to play him.
0: If he if he gets picked up, he they have to pay him that money. It's not like a veteran's minimum, like Boogie. It cousins. could
1: be. It depends on what happens, right? I mean, the other team would have to negotiate some sort of a buyout with him. And that kind of stuff. It would it would be an interesting uh, scenario for that.
0: When I mean, he went it, to Houston, when he went to Washington, I was the biggest Westbrook detractor. Then his cars. I think his. I think I made his car to play back like two years ago. Mm-hmm. Got traded to the Lakers, but this still doesn't make sense to me. Unless there's something I don't know. How do, he wouldn't fit with the Suns when he already played with Durant? It's already worked with Durant, and the Suns lack depth. Makes no sense to me. I mean, listen,
1: talent. And fan appreciation don't always go hand in hand. One of our best performing episodes, the one we did live, was you know um, card performance and player performance are they're not linked. And I think you could see an appreciation for Westbrook soon. I think you could see an appreciation for Westbrook's cards soon because you look at it—he's um, he's he's moving up all-time great lists. Yeah. Do me a favor, pull up like where he is on all-time assists. It's gonna surprise you. If you pull up like NBA NBA all time assists, which is amazing in and of itself, but that's just one season. You know, LeBron led the league in assists one year too. Um, But look at all time NBA nine thousand assists.
0: I'll tell you what he's on in a second.
1: And you know, he's moving up the points list too. He's number ten. He's a top ten all time NBA player in assists. That's amazing, and that's what LeBron passing him. You know, I mean. Think of some of the great point guards who have played this, this game, and he's still going. He still has many years to add to that. He's going to move up the top 10 assists, and he's going to move up in points. So the legacy is there. It's just, you know,
0: he's got I don't know of- why it wouldn't make sense for, to, for him to go to Phoenix. Unless him and, him and Durant don't, aren't cool like that, we'll never know. I, I don't think that there's any articles out there supporting that, but why would he not go there? That's the perfect fit. I mean – does Phoenix really need a starting five? Or you move you take him off the bench? He's you already proven he plays off the bench. And you have him and TJ Warren. That's a that's a fun duo. And then you could also use him with Durant. They have the chemistry. I,
1: don't I think know. it's bad enough for Durant already if he wins a Too championship for oh, Durant. If, if Durant wins a championship there, he's not going to get any credit for it at all. They're going to say I you joined the a team that you know credit. won. But if they put Westbrook in there, they're like, oh, my God, he couldn't even win with Chris Paul and Devin Booker. They a needed second to add ago, Westbrook, Westbrook,
0: you know? Westbrook was unwanted by every team. It's not like Westbrook coming on is like... Unwanted S- is, doesn't mean that he's not a
1: former MVP. Unwanted means he's being paid $50 million a year, and, you know, right now there's a contract that has to be resolved by the team that has him. That means a buyout. It means it's difficult to move him.
0: Unwanted but by But isn't Utah going to buy him out? Isn't that the whole conversation? We'll see. Well, I mean, has it happened yet? I don't know. I don't know. It just makes so much sense to me. We'll see what And happens. Kyrie for Westbrook made a ton of sense to me. That, like yeah, obviously the
1: the, yeah, the that, that the Nets
0: team didn't want to have him, have him over with the Lakers. One thing that's not being talked about, we talk upside potential. I'm really interested to watch how Luka shares a spotlight with someone. And okay. it's not being discussed. Like, what if he hates Kyrie? What if they never mesh? What if Luca feels like Kyrie's taking too much of the ball and too much of the spotlight away from him? I think that Kyrie will be a
1: a consummate professional. I think Kyrie will do everything he needs to do okay. to complement Luca because Kyrie has no contract after this season. Okay. So it has to come out that Kyrie was the all that and world. a bag of chips, yeah. a great teammate, behaved, you know, he all of a sudden, you know, grab the telescope and realize that the world is not flat. Like he's going to have to really be that guy because his money depends on it and this may be the last big one for him. So they're on a
0: three-game losing streak. It and last good. night, last night this is who this team started. Luca, mm-hmm. Reggie Bullock, Nick Killina. how do you say his name? Little Kilena. Nelakena.
1: Frankly Frank,
0: Josh Green and White Powell. Mm-hmm. That's not a team that's going to win you a lot. No, that's not a team that's going to win you a lot.
1: No, and I mean uh, it's Luca and Kyrie, that's it. And when you have other, that that would be a great team until you have the Suns in the same division that have, you know, four all-stars. You know what I mean? You have you have better teams. You know that's the, the moon is square, kamikaze, and made of cheese, which is why I love the moon. It's yummy, yummy cheese. Any team that signs Kyrie to more than one year, of suicidal. Splendid, you're probably right there. Um, you know, one-year deals are probably the smart way for a team to go with him. Um, Guys, any what else? What
0: are we not talking about? Baseball, I'm excited team?
1: about baseball. I'm excited about baseball. We could talk about that with Fanatics. I mean, I think Bleeker is having a trade night um, this Tuesday, the 21st. Um, Tops released this week. I, I'm i going to give the Fanatics guy a little bit of a hard time. So listen to this. You well, did know you open, coming? Uh, did you open something? I opened you? two boxes. Okay. And... Today? The same case with, with with Ian. I opened today. One, yes, one yesterday. Did, I opened one yesterday in the school? day. And one no no. no I did hold them out of school, but not
0: because of tops. What, what a guy. guy. But I opened two and boxes to jumbo. So no, jumbo. We boxes. have a rule, Luke and Aisha, If you have kids, you'll appreciate this. When tops comes out, you hold your kids out of school for that week. It's a one week vacation, nothing crazy. The teachers could send them home, school work home. Okay. Go
1: get yourself a blueberry with some dark chocolate on it, okay. there, stony eyes, and I'm gonna go tell what happened with my stuff, right? So sold tons of tops yesterday. Uh, Jumbo is one order, one order two relics. Number one, the relics are garbage. It's a it's a manufactured hat relic. It's not even like it's not even from a hat. It's like a fake relic that they make, which is absurd. And my son's looking at it like, what the hell is this? Like, why why even bother? Literally, why even bother? It's completely non collectible. You might as well just not even have it in there. I'll your show your, you your eight-year-old up. son I'm, said that? I'm being dead serious. He he's, said, why even bother? This I is well, not going Especially because the one was an Astro. And he's like, oh, I, I don't want this. I'll throw this in the garbage. But, but here's the best part. You do you do get one auto per jumbo. So you're guaranteed an auto. And in our first box, we got an autograph. that It's not a terrible autograph. It was the 1988, because now it's 88 style instead oh, of the 87. It's 1988 style. It's a children's show, pal. Um, 1988 style, we got an autograph of... Um, Ryan Mountcastle, who is a very good hitter for the Baltimore Orioles. It's not his rookie; I think it's now a second year for Ryan Mountcastle. What's the matter? You like Ryan Mountcastle?
0: No, I, I'll tell you in a second. Go ahead.
1: He had like twenty something home runs and you know eighty something RBIs. Good, good. You know, good team. Exactly. Time to go outside and smoke a joint. That's what he. Did. I start talking baseball, and boom. He's distracted. So, um, we pull. We pulled that Ryan Moncastle auto, 1988 tops. So, all right, it's okay. The relics were not so great. We, we got base cards of some rookies, but no good color. You know, the gold cards were of nobody's. And
0: you I, said, read I got, the box I, and there was not I an I got, nothing. I said, I got two. Welcome boxes. to the show. Everyone gets that. Sorry, blueberry time. So, in the
1: second box, I open up and you also get an auto in that. And in the first box, we got a Ryan Moncastle auto. Would you like to put on your clear eyes for a second and take a guess in my second box what auto I got? Let's give the chat a second. Let's give the chat. So my first box. It was Ryan Moncastle's brother named Travis Moncastle. It was Ryan Moncastle, 1988 Tops Auto again. So we bought two boxes. I pulled them from different parts of a sealed case. It's a six-box case. One auto per box. I took two boxes out, (laughs) and my son opened two of the same order. and what's funny about it is <laughs> michael he scott with the golden tickets box two also kidding. ryan moncastle and
0: last year no, I, I, I don't
1: remember if it was update maybe but we got jumbo boxes also <laughs> and i bought him two boxes because you know if one box sucks at least he'll get some variety there'll be something in the second box and we got 1987 tops autographs you know the wood grain of okay. edgar martinez in our first box And he was like, who's Edgar Martinez? And I explained to him, he was a great DH, a Hall of Famer, awesome stuff. That doesn't do it for a kid. Yeah, Seattle. And he's like, let's open the second box. Let's see what auto we got. And remember, we got Edgar Martinez in the first box. Do you want to guess who we got in the second box? (gasps) Edgar Martinez. The exact same 1987 (laughs) Pops Woodgrain Border Edgar Martinez. So now my son says, don't buy two boxes anymore. (laughs) <laughs> Why bother? I we're just going to get the same thing. Let somebody else get the same order that we're going to get. Because literally the last two times we've done the jumbo, we've got almost uh, two boxes, they, they get they, the they, same exact
0: auto. So what they kind have of collation a, is that? Collation issue. Yeah, they well, put all the golden tickets next to each other.
1: I mean, what the heck?
0: I'm sure the checklist is great. Oh, baby, I like
1: it, raw. So, but it's probably <laughs> impossible to get those auto. I mean, someone will get it.
0: They'll be at a Walmart. And Let me products. ask you this. Shoot. If inside of those was mm-hmm. a one-of-one Babe Ruth cut auto. I'd be thrilled. And then the second box, you get a one-of-one Babe Ruth cut But does that ever How, fa- How fast are you driving back to your LCS? Oh, I'm driving
1: back very fast. But that doesn't happen. I even said that. I said, I said, e, we really we really, can't complain. Like, what if we got, you know, a Julio auto, and then you open up the next box, I got another Julio auto.
0: And you'd be-, be like, well, that would be great, but we didn't. We got Ryan Moncastle.
1: <laughs> so if you want
0: to be a DJ and you go that route, I picked up a sick card. Soaring stars. So this, I like that. Yeah. So I love this card. And someone had it like listed ending mid midday. And mm-hmm. I don't understand why people don't like these. But you know when it says like $40 starting mm-hmm. bid or buy it now for $60. Yeah. A PSA 9 of this card is like $60, bucks, but forget the price. I just like this card. I think it's one. It was starting bid for $40. Bucks. No one even put a bid on. It. Yep. The card I that, that I showed day. you last time, my cage card.
1: It was started at $50. Bucks. I put a bid in like three days before and no one else bid. I'm like, yeah, this is great. I won. Fantastic. Do we have any
0: it? New Yorkers out there? I was going to send this to consign, but if there's any New Yorkers out there who would like this, I could ship it out. What is that? Miles McBride. Miles McBride. It's a little Court Kings action? Yeah. Air uh, Apparent out of 199 Nice. I found this. Listen, I opened the box of what was the basketball? Was it Domriss basketball? Hoops
1: basket? Hoops basket? I forget what it was. Whatever the most recent basketball release that came out was. And I got an Obi Toppin auto. Not a rookie. It was Obi Toppin auto. Never invested
0: rookies under Tom Thibodeau.
1: 200 bucks? No, but it wasn't even he. I mean, he's not even a rookie. It's his second or third year now by, you know, already. And I'm looking at it and I'm like, okay, what do I do with this? (laughs) What do I do with this? Tim's. The San Francisco Giants mem wants to tell you his secrets to buying Kobe cards.
0: He's, yeah, Tim's a big um, Donovan San Mitchell. Fan. He's a San Francisco. Donovan Giant. Mitchell. He's actually a huge Spider Metro fan. He's like, Mitchell is Why does everyone spend all this Italian. money on Luca? When I know my guys, do we go back and forth on YouTube? I know my commenters. He's a Tim uh, Lincecum fan. Is what Tim Lincecum was amazing. Tim Lincecum. All right. So what else you got for me before we wrap up? Listen, People love this 45
1: mm-hmm. minutes of fun right there, and I love oh baby, I like it raw and Tim and Justin and Splendid, and all the guys who came in on the chat to help us, you know, move this thing along. You guys are the best. Um, you know, keep the comments coming. I'm excited about all star break, I am. I know you say there's no sports coming, but um, see, so likes the linsecum, but, but it's not enough. Opinion, you schedule. Did you have to give me – was there an opinion? Did you ask me for an opinion?
0: No, you're like, I know that you're saying that there's no sports. It's not like I'm saying it. Like the schedule says it. Maybe but it recording. is sports. It's just not head-to-head games. It's still sports. What would you call well, it? Are they reading? Well, first off, for most of the days, they're actually not doing it. It's just three days. And one day, I think it's like a passing competition. And it's, then it's three-point shooting. And then it's skills, a dunk contest. The skills, the and they dunk. put Trey Murphy, who I actually thinks a really good shooter, they put him in the dunk competition. I I, I think he's going to win, and he's going to put some people on notice.
1: Okay, so then the last question I'll leave it for you. It's Southpost Labs reminds me there is a, an interesting Kobe item in the golden it's, auction that's ending. It,
0: it's his uh, yearbook, right?
1: No, where like he signed with other people no. underneath. It him is, else? I believe it's Old Man in the Sea. I believe it's an Ernest Hemingway book that was taken out of the school library. And each person puts their name on it when they check the book out. But Kobe, of course, in high school, already knew he was going to be something. So he signed in script and was signing his auto. So here he is, a high school Kobe signing an auto. It's an actual script Kobe autograph on the inside cover of a library book that someone stole from the library. Old Man in the Sea. Yep, thanks, South Boris Labs. I, um, my concern about this is whatever library it is, like if that high school still exists, if I'm the library, I make a claim for the book back.
0: Mm, stole it from the library. The <laughs> I mean, like, Look, give me that book. <laughs> that book belongs so in the library. like a true lawyer. <laughs> I'm gonna take you to court. He says that's
1: what, that, what mm. the hobby's all about. What would you would is that an item you would like to own of Kobe? It could be the
0: first known auto of Kobe. So I actually saw like uh, Golden is ending tonight, but they ask for so much to register. I think they want like your bank statement, like proof that you like. I'm not registered to bid on Golden, so no, I'm not gonna be getting that.
1: You can't register a bid on Golden. Why the VPN? The whole thing you're trying to do the blocking stuff it
0: doesn't work. <laughs> what did you send them? What? Did, who sent who? You have to send them some stuff. Golden? Yeah, like to, to send your... them whatever
1: they asked me to send. I have I have I have a ten million dollar bidding limit at Golden. <laughs> Buyer. <laughs> I can bid ten million dollars at Golden. Please credit that. limit. Yeah, my credit limit is ten million dollars at Golden. I could really do some damage in a golden auction if I wanted to. MMA Carbo, what's up, man? Hope to see you soon, either at Mint, National, maybe both, Smoke a Stog. They want to to see a credit
0: card limit at least 25% above the requested bid. They want to see your financial statements, auction house purchase history. I could send them auction house purchase history or golden auctions history. I've never been with them, or home value or cryptocurrency account.
1: uh, Sounds all good. I mean, these all sound good. Cryptocurrency account. How are they going to know it's yours?
0: I don't know, man. It's a good question. See what I mean? let
1: we'll take a picture of like Kevin Rose's cryptocurrency account. Show him 400 moonbirds and you know 500 bitcoins. And all a lot of, of fun them. on
0: the moonbirds right now, huh? And <laughs> proof?
1: Do you think we should get back in? No, it's because his wallet got compromised, and you know people that that uh you know that scares people. Guys, 30-something people in here with the live, we love it. We should do the lives more often. I appreciate that. Um, keep the questions coming. We'll have to do our still our, our most listened to episode this year is Coffee with Cage, so we'll have to do another one of those at some point too. We'll let you guys in the chat thirty something of you ask questions and we'll have some fun. But enjoy the rest of your day, guys, and enjoy no sports because that's what Andrew says. No, no
0: sports. go for walks. Hemingway used to go for a walk three hour walks every day to to peak his creativity.
1: Nice, I like it. Bye, everybody
0: with nearly 40 years
1: as the most trusted resource for collectors, dating back to the first Beckett magazine in 1984. Beckett has been the brand that bridges generations of the hobby. We're happy to be partnering with Beckett and look forward to keeping you all updated on the big things happening at the company in 2023. Beckett. It's the name you know and the name you can trust.